This episode of Hot Tag is brought to you by... Man, I feel totally sluggish today. Here, Matty Ice, why don't you try this? What's this? It's a super kick energy drink. It's got more super kicks than a Young Bucks match. Bang! This is Matty Ice, one half of the real tag team champions, the Beer City Boys, and you're listening to the Hot Tag on the Anchor Network. You're listening to the Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, Matty Ice and Axel the Axeman, where we talk everything wrestling. Welcome back to Hot Tag with the Beer City Boys. Episode 105. Yeah, uh... How was your week this week, uh, Iceman? He didn't talk to you much. No, I was kind of busy working. Um, I did watch some wrestling. I watched SmackDown. So, SmackDown was interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there on the on the work. Uh, I, uh, I had a long work week this week. Um, oh man, I, I worked till pretty much seven o'clock every night this week. So I didn't get hardly any wrestling in except for what I could at lunch. But, um, yeah, what, where do you want to start? Um, oh, I'm not sure. Um, um, I don't even know where to start. Well, um, why, why you said SmackDown was interesting? Let's let's start there with WWE then. Um, well, I think the bloodline is like getting more powerful. Um, with, uh, Solo. Um, he beat Sheamus, with the help of the bloodline anyways, but, um. And, uh, then after they beat up the bloodline, they, uh, um, Who is it, Jimmy or Jay? That's got the problem with Sammy. I think it's Jay. Yeah. I get those confused way too much, even though they have different haircuts now. Yeah, I never, um, I never got them straight from the beginning. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, he wanted to beat up Logan Paul. So he ended up, uh, Roman Reigns told everybody to stay away from William Paul and whatnot. So, um, 
him being the rebel of the group right now, went in and attacked Logan Paul, beat him up a little bit. Um, and then Sammy came out and was like, hey, we gotta leave. The tribal chief said not to do this. And, um, uh, then, uh, he ended up, uh, Uh, getting punched out, knocked out by uh, Logan Paul. And then that was the end of the show, saying it was just an awe that Logan Paul knocked him out. So, with one punch. Damn. So. So, did um, Ray Wyatt show back up? I never saw him on the show. Like, out oh, there was uh, videos popping up all over. And that was it. Okay, so he didn't really show up, show up. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Did you see um, that there's a lot of theories about um, Ray Wyatt and his new group lately? Yeah, tons. Yeah, apparently he's every person in his new group. Hmm. I don't know if you saw that or not, but apparently, yeah, his his different personalities are going to represent each person in his new group, so he's not actually going to have other wrestlers in there. Okay. That could be interesting. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. Um I figured that's kind of the way they're going to go. I mean, they kind of did that last time he was there. So, I mean, I know he was with Alexa Bliss, but But Uh, did anything else interesting happen on SmackDown then? Obviously, since I didn't watch it. Um, Sonya Deville took a superplex off the top rope on the multiple steel chairs. I did see that uh, last night right before I uh, went to bed. I saw that on uh, Twitter. Uh, yeah, her and Liv Morgan had that match, right? Yeah. I don't know if that was a, such a great idea, but whatever. I mean, hey, you know, um, my back feels pretty good today. I unlike hers. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully she's making a lot more money than I am. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure she's making a lot more. Well. Have you um, heard the other two big WWE rumors uh, circling about? I mean, there's there's always talk about Aleister Black coming back. Okay, well, I've got some big big ones for you. Big ones, okay. Let's let's hear. Well, apparently. Um, rumors have it that Triple H is thinking about bringing CM Punk back. Really? 
Yep. Um, I just read an article that there was no con- uh, contact between CM Punk and WWE. I mean, I think it's just rumor. I've seen a couple, like, two or three tweets this morning that said that basically Triple H is open to bringing CM Punk back. Maybe not full time, but um, apparently Triple H is wanting to have WWE stories or whatever be more compelling, and apparently he thinks that that would be compelling to bring CM Punk back. Hmm. Um, and then the other big one, um, which I found interesting, is that um, this upcoming Raw that'll be on Monday the... What'll that be? The 23rd? 24th. Okay, the 24th. Um, apparently, GCW and WWE are expected to work together for uh, Monday's Raw. Why? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't really... All I see uh, right here is that uh, there's a deal from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter that says um, promotion has something going on with WWE since Joey Janela not only was plugging for people to watch Raw and also told everyone on the roster to do the same and promote Raw this week. And apparently Brett Lauderdale has a long time working relationship with Stephanie McMahon. Hmm. So it doesn't really say what's going on. So they're bringing in guys to job out to Redbeard or something? Is Redbeard coming back? Redbeard? Yeah, Eric Rowan. Is he coming back? I don't know. That's just... Or is he going to job out to Strowman? Are they going to job out to Braun Strowman? I don't know anything about Redbeard. Oh, you know who I'm talking to, talking about, right? Yeah, Redbeard. He used to be, used to be yeah. Eric Rowan, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he's coming back or not. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't heard know. I heard rumors that he was looking to get signed by WWE or WWE was trying to sign him or something. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I I mean, this could just be speculation about this GCW thing. I don't know. We're just... Joey Janela's trying to get his foot in the door. Yeah, Joey Janela was just tweeting out some stuff about people watching Raw, and Joey Janela could just be tweeting it just to tweet it, to be honest with you, but um, I don't know. This article just says it does that, and then Brett Lauderdale has a long-time working relationship with Stephanie McMahon. I don't know, maybe they'll do like a a deal kind of like what ECW did on Monday Night Raw all those, year, all those years ago. Have guys kind of show up and sit in the crowd and stuff. Possibly. Um, so, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. I mean, I think... 
in all honesty, I um, I think we're gonna see more wrestling promotions working together. I mean, especially WWE. They already brought in Mickey James from from Impact for the Royal Rumble and stuff. Yeah. I don't and that, know. And that was under Vince. Right. So, I mean, H is in control. So, and I don't see why you wouldn't bring people, especially for the Rumble, if it's a one-time deal, bring somebody in for the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't have to have them win, but, no. you know, it gets more viewers and stuff, so. Yeah. Um, that's about all I got out of really SmackDown. I mean, there's a couple other things, but not worth really mentioning, I guess. Okay. So, um... I tried to watch uh, um, Impact, but that didn't pan out. No? Nope. So. But I I did miss a little bit of SmackDown. I had to go pick up one of the kids. So. Alright. Um... But then, um, I don't know, but I guess we can talk about bigger news than AEW. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, well, hey, man, took a nasty clothesline. Yeah. Got a concussion. Yeah, he, um. What's your thoughts on that one? Well, you know, first of all, why is Tony Khan, I felt like this match was kind of rushed in general between Hangman and Moxley. Seems like everything Tony Khan does nowadays is just rushed and just out of control. Yeah, I, I, um... Yeah, I feel like he... And I don't have a problem with him having the title defended on a dynamite. I mean, that's fine. But, um... I don't know. It just it just felt rushed. Like, especially... From the time that CM Punk won the, his first, the AEW title. And then got hurt. From that moment on, everything with storylines and titles and everything seems really just rushed and fast forwarded. It's almost like Tony's scrambling to get everything back, back in line. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, I don't know, but then My thing is, did Hangman get his concussion from taking the clothesline or doing the flip and hitting his head? Because he really sold that 
clothes on. You know, he flipped over and stuff. Um, well, I got two things on it. Is that, um... Moxley came up high on that clothesline. I mean, he took off his head. Um, I don't know if it was Moxley or if it was more of Hangman. Because you could see in Hangman's face, like, the, the intensity in his face when he was about to take that clothesline. If you watch it back, um... I don't know if he was worried about trying to do that whole flippy thing that they do instead of just taking the clothesline. Um, I don't know. Has he ever taken a clothesline like that? Um, Where he turns inside out? Maybe a couple of times. I know Adam Cole is pretty big on the getting turned inside out deal on the clothesline. Um, but I can't remember Hangman. I haven't Honestly, I don't. I can't remember besides this match, the last Hangman match I watched. Yeah. Um, I just feel like he hasn't been wrestling a bunch lately. Um, but um, well, that's because he's yesterday's news. I mean, he's well. But ever ever since like CM Punk came back, they should have never had Hangman win the title. I mean, he was gone for that while, and then he comes back and wins the title. I mean, there was no build for Hangman. Right. I think that's why he kind of died. You yeah. know? No, I, I think so, too. I mean, when he stepped away, I think they should have reset everything for him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like you were saying, I, I wonder if that's kind of what happened and that's what set him off is Hangman was too worried about, like, selling the, the clothesline really well than, than taking it good. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, Moxley wrapped him around the head. So usually when you take a clothesline, it's coming off your chest. Right. So. Yeah, and I mean. So, I, like I said, I don't know if it's on Moxley there or if it was on Hangman. But the intensity in Hangman's face, it seemed like he was worried about something else than taking the clothesline. Yeah. But then his whole flipping thing action was not great either. Yeah, the way, the way he he rotated, so like the rotation on it was just horrible. Yeah. So, anyways, you can go ahead. What you're saying? Oh no, I was just saying he kind of landed awkwardly. Awkwardly. Um, yeah, he he he's lucky he didn't break his neck the way he landed, because his head folded over to his other shoulder on the landing. Right. Yeah, and then to continue with that, personally, after watching the clips of him getting hurt and then the clips afterwards, mm -hmm. I think they did a really good job of um, working themselves out of <coughs> the hangman getting hurt situation. Having MJF come out there, cash in his poker chip, you know what I mean. Well, especially when there's 10 minutes of TV left. Right, 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 right. Um, But... I think I think the way that the that Moxley kind of handled the situation, I don't know, some people like 
say he did great and whatnot, but like, I mean, if the dude's laying out and he's being medical attention, I mean, you don't need to really stay in character that long, right? Seemed like he stayed in character for a while, and then he dropped down to one knee, and then he snapped out of it and grabbed a microphone and was like, oh yeah, hopefully he's okay, and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. And then he called out MJF. That's a hard call. I mean, um, when you don't really know what's going on with somebody, um, well, and you're you're working on the fly, like legitimately the fly, like. <clears throat> so I don't know. Well, my only thing is like, I mean, everybody knows the ins and outs of the business now. So like, there's no secret. And I don't know if he could have just like snapped out of it and been like, oh. But he was, like, all pumped up or whatever. And I think the crowd was pumped up for Moxley, too. Um, I don't know. Just seemed out of place. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so, I don't, I don't know if it was, like, on camera or off camera or whatever the case was, what, what I saw. Because it was uh, a cell phone footage. It was probably off camera then. But, I don't know. But, regardless, we're going to get MJF at full gear. So, I guess MJF is going to be the champion at full gear. So, is this rushed? Okay, well, what's your opinion about that? Would you give MJF the title? Honestly. Not saying he's not ready or anything, but storyline-wise, do you think it makes sense for MJF to take the title from Moxley? Uh, you, you know what? Honestly, I don't really see a storyline. Um, but um, I guess you could say that he was going to take it from uh, CM Punk. And they made this chip thing last minute. Well, no, I think the chip was was from the beginning. I think MJF walking out was setting up a deal with CM Punk. And then his two injuries plus the stuff with Omega and the Bucks put a huge wrench in it. And I think he was always going to come back and win the, the, the poker chip deal. I think Was this poker chip deal like a legitimate thing before that, though? I think so. Um, I, I don't know. Personally, I think so. I could be wrong, but I think the the poker chip. MJF was going to win the poker chip at the the casino ladder match deal from the get go. Because I I think that's why CM Punk won the title, and he was supposed to MJF was supposed to come back, and they were supposed to do like a. A, be, a deal between the two of them. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. But where Hangman comes into a account in between, I don't know. But honestly, I think we've danced around it enough. I, so, it, it, to me, it's so stupid the way that they've done this booking 
after the CM Punk Omega Young Bucks thing. Yep. They should have, when they did the tournament, they should have somehow figured a way to get MJF in the tournament, whether he cashed in the poker chip to get in or whatever, and win the tournament for the title instead of giving it back to Moxley and then having him more than likely drop it to MJF. Because if MJF doesn't win the title now, what the hell was the point of him winning the poker chip in the first place? Right. You know, so you have to, you almost have to have him win the title now. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, you have to have him win the title. I mean, does it make sense right now? I don't know. I mean, that's where I'm at with AEW. Is like, I can't even make sense of things. All I can tell you is that from what you've got and how you've booked things, MJF has to take the title or everything you've done to this point is literally for nothing. Right. So, and if I can be blatantly honest, if MJF doesn't win the title, I know this sounds shitty, he's leaving AEW. And I don't blame him. You can't keep jerking this guy around. Yeah. Because he, I mean, lately he's been starting to kind of grow on me. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I mean, if he could make that baby face room, it would be like a booming effect for his career, I think. If he could be like the next bad guy, good guy combo like the Rock Stone Cold. Right. No, yeah, I think so too. And and he could put his own twist on it. He could still be arrogant and pompous because he's, you know, he does the I'm better than you thing, like I'm rich. I know that, you know what I mean, like, Mm -hmm. kind of shove that in your face, but still be a good guy. Right. I think it it could really work. Yeah. Could. He's just got to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hopefully he does, because I think that would make, it would really help AEW right now. Because, um... You know, WWE starting to kick it into the next gear. And uh, if AEW doesn't figure some stuff out soon, they're in trouble. Yeah. In massive trouble. I think they were already in trouble. <clears throat> yeah, they got to figure some stuff out, that's for sure. Anything else you've been seeing? Um, well, I mean, they're speculating that Punk's, Punk's gone. I mean, A Steel got let go. Um, they're try- I guess AEW's trying to buy him out of his contract or whatever, whatever the case is. Yeah, I saw that. I'm sure he's probably being a stickler on that one. Um, I don't know where Kenny and the Bucks stand. I mean, that's a hard one. I mean, if I'm Tony Khan and I'm <clears throat> getting an earful from Kenny and the Bucks, 
You can't let Kenny and the Bucks walk. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, and, and CM Punk's already kind of stirred the pot. He's got to cut ties. And if if he if he's like, I don't want to be bought out of my contract, just pay me as it goes. Pay him as it goes. Let him sit at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. You 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 can't keep. I don't know. You just can't keep the guy around. I guess. Yeah. Um. Which is unfortunate because I mean, he came in knowing that Cabana was in there, and knowing that Cabana had all his little friends in there. So, like, I don't know what they were thinking. The animosity was already there from the get-go. Well, here's the thing. If I put myself in Tony Khan's shoes, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm talk running to CM Punk wherever they run into or whatever. And CM Punk, or yeah, CM Punk's like, I'm ready to come back. I'm bringing him back because you're going to get tons of, tons of viewership because CM Punk's back after seven years. That was right. a smart move on him. Now, everybody knows CM Punk is a loose cannon when it comes to saying whatever's on his mind. He's going to say whatever he wants, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, CM Punk knew coming in, Cabana's already there. But they can stay on opposite sides of the dressing room. They don't have to talk. They don't have to wrestle. They don't have to interact. Um, CM Punk probably opened his mouth a little too much saying shit about Colt Cabana. If the media brings it up to you, just say, we don't interact and leave it at that. But CM Punk has to take it a step further and bury people. Yeah. Um, and that probably set him off. CM Punk probably should have kept his mouth shut about the Bucks and stuff, too. If you have a problem with things, address it backstage, not to the media. You know, but like you said from the beginning, is this all a work to get people interested in this and that? It could be, but if it is, it's stupid because you've taken four of your company's biggest stars and pull them off TV because of this stupid crap. Yeah. In a time where you need them because WWE is starting to kick your ass. So. Yeah, and why they went up against um, NXT is beyond me. I mean, they beat them. I mean, are they just... Are they just doing that just because? I mean, they were beating them on Wednesdays, but why they come and did this on Tuesday... Is it because of playoff baseball? Um, you know, basketball starting up again. The same thing with hockey. I mean, so AEW is going to have to be flip-flopping around for time slots and stuff again. Um, so SmackDown. Right. SmackDown's going to be on FS1. Right. So, I mean, be- because of, you know, basketball and hockey and baseball playoffs, things are going to be... Flipping around, fine, whatever. It is what it is. But, um, yeah, I think Tony Khan's being a bit spiteful. I just come across a thing where he's pissed because apparently when they did the DX reunion, he told, I guess, 
Billy Gunn or whomever that they could go and do use Billy Gunn for the reunion, but they had to mention AEW. Yeah. And I guess they didn't want to do that. And why would WWE want to do that? Yeah. I mean, and it really sucks for Billy Gunn because I think Billy would like to have been there, but he's caught in the middle. Yep. So, yep. I don't know. I don't know. I think. Uh, I think things are just. Tony needs to worry about Tony's product right now and get things back on track with AEW. Figure yeah. out figure out your Jade Cargill storyline. Figure out your. Uh, AEW title storyline. Um, get Wardlow back on track. Um, start building your tag division again because you've really let your tag division go. If you want the acclaim to be champs, fine. But start building some people up to, to challenge them for the title and, and make them champs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't just have them come out and say, Ha ha, funny stuff. Make them real champs. Make them threats. Right. And the same thing with your trios. You know, get the trios stuff back going again. Get this All-Atlantic title going again. You know, build your titles up again. Because a lot of these titles that he's just kind of let go at the wayside. And, and the only reason people watch AEW right now, in my opinion, is to see ha ha, funny stuff. And no rules wrestling. I mean, did you see the clips of um, Athena wrestling on AEW Dark? Yeah. She was beating the crap out of that girl. Yeah, she was. Somebody's going to get hurt bad. Mm Mm-hmm. And and that's literally all AEW is, is. I mean, she took that suplex to the outside. Yeah. I mean, good Lord. I mean, why do you got to do that stuff? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I I have no idea. I don't I don't know why she would like go off like that. Um, and I guess they brought him back in after the match and talked, and everything was good. I don't know. Looks like there's some some animosity there. If you ask me. Right. I agree 100%. But I guess uh, she's some champion or something like that in a couple different promotions, that girl that she beat up. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, well then that's another thing. What the... What the heck? (laughs) So it's not like the girl couldn't work. Well, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I hate when they... Just like, and maybe I feel this way because you and I really like Zicky Dice. They jobbed him out to Lance Archer. Made him look like a fool. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say sit here and say that Zicky Dice should have beat Lance Archer. But he should have had a more competitive match. And I understand that's how Lance Archer is booked, is this strong, crazy, unbeatable guy. Yeah. But Zicky Dice isn't some... 
Tom, Dick, and Harry that you got off the street. And somebody that nobody's ever heard of. He can work. He does a good job. He's good on the mic. Yeah. Why, why can't you have a more competitive match with him? Yeah, no. That's the one thing that I really don't like about AEWs. When they do bring these guys in, sometimes they don't make them look very good. It's like the Jay Lethal. I mean, Jay Lethal was ROH champ. Television champ. And then he jabs out to um, Sammy Guevara on his first night. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, Jay and then he, he jabbed out like every day after that almost. It seemed like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, shoot. I personally... I have not seen Jay Lethal win a match. Every time I've seen him wrestle on AEW television, he has lost. He's put up a good showing, but he's lost. Yeah, I know he's won a couple. I'm sure he's won a few matches, but none that I have seen. So... You got a, a guy in Jay Lethal who's been in the industry, what, 20 plus years? Two time all-wage heavyweight champion. 600 and some odd days. TV champ. He's been a big guy, big player in Impact on the indie scene. Everything. Great. Yep. Super. I, I would put him up there technically with Brian Danielson. Yep. And you, you you don't even you don't even make him out to be what he is. Right. And the same thing you could say the same thing with, with a lot of other people too. <clears throat> you bring in Alistair Black. You give him a group. I think one of the most over groups in wrestling. Yep. You start a storyline with him and Cody. Cody leaves. Fine. Whatever. You start a new storyline with um, <clears throat> with uh, like Pentagon and stuff. That went nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like what? Come on, you gotta stick with these storylines, even if they only last like a month. You gotta, you gotta at least do something with them. Yeah, and then they just had Julia Hart join the group, and then and all they, the groups like no longer in existence. Right. Whatever happened to Brody King and Darby Allen going at it? I don't know. You just drop that too. You can't start stuff and then just poof, it's gone. You got to have some resolution. Yeah. But yeah, I was really digging House of Black. You know, I was, and I was really digging Varsity Blondes. You know, they're pretty much non existent. Um, you know, the gun club's not much of a thing anymore. Whatever happened to, um, 
um, QT's group. Yeah. You know, they're not existing anymore. I mean, where's Arn Anderson with the, the Nightmare Factory? I get Cody Rhodes isn't around anymore. Rename the group. Yeah. And that Cody Rhodes isn't there anymore. We're no longer the Nightmare Factory. This is what we are. Rename the group. How hard is it? Yeah. You know, um, I did hear something about Dustin. I think this was like last week or I don't know when it was, but um, he was like tweeting about the end. About who? About the end, like the end of his career. Oh, okay. So, is he going to try to hang it up in AEW? But I think he just resigned the contract, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. But, I mean, honestly, I really dig the role Dustin is in right now. He's training them women. He's really prominent backstage. And he wrestles every once in a while. I'm, yeah. I'm, cool. I'm cool with that. Which is going to be Waukesha tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. Along with Bret Hart. Oh, okay. I didn't realize he was going to be there tomorrow. EC3's in town again. I thought he was going to be... Jay Lethal. Blizzard Brawl. I thought that thing you sent me was for Blizzard Brawl. Oh, it was. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I just... I was confused. I'm sorry. I got ahead of myself. Ah, you're good. That Blizzard Brawl looks like it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, a lot of people coming into town. Um, may have to get tickets early for that. But um, yeah, um, I don't know. I guess uh, yeah, I don't know. You got any uh, other uh, wrestling news? Mm, not that I can think of now. I'm uh, nursing my injury, and I can't really think too much. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess that's a sign that you shouldn't get back in the ring anytime soon either. No, probably not. I had I had high hopes of getting in there one more time, you know. Yeah, well, maybe we'll just train uh, Julia the Gulia instead. Yep, I'm gonna have to train her and her cousin. Her cousin's gonna get training when I go down there. Yeah. Well, I got some quick hits for you. Okay. Uh, first off, um. I guess um, Shawn Michaels announced the next NXT event pay-per-view deal is going to be called um, Deadline. And it's set for December 10th, which ironically is the same day as um, ROH's next pay-per-view, which is uh, ROH Final Battle. And speaking of Final Battle, Tony Khan came out and said that... Um, 
There will be more news to come out here before the end of the year about ROH Weekly. So I'm assuming ROH is going to get a TV show that will be on Weekly as long as this next ROH pay-per-view does really well. <clears throat> so um, we are finally getting some answers about ROH television. Yeah. Is ROH too much, though? Being on TV. As in terms of... The amount of wrestling. I mean, <clears throat> to be honest... You got WWE three nights out of the week. And then you got Impact. And you got AEW two nights out of the week. So is it going to hurt ratings that... People aren't going to be able to watch. I mean, my opinion, I don't think there will ever be too much wrestling. I like um, the fact that there is a lot of wrestling. I know it's a lot to keep up with, but it gives me more of an option for seeing things that I want to see. Well, I'm just saying about the TV deal. I don't like a weekly TV deal. Is that going to hurt things because there's so much wrestling on TV already? I don't think so. I, I personally, I mean, I see where you're coming from. Like, yeah, there's tons and tons of wrestling. Um, I don't know if they're going to be on a big channel. They may be only streaming or back to syndicated television like they were before. Um, I don't think so. I, 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 I see it as, you know, oh, okay, you know, like, let's look at the breakdown. You know, you got Raw on Monday, NXT on Tuesday, Dynamite on Wednesday, um, Impact's in there somewhere. Um, you got SmackDown and Rampage on Friday. Yep. You got tons of independent promotions, you know, MLW, I think, maybe on Tuesdays. Um, I understand you got a lot of stuff and you could essentially watch four hours of wrestling every day of the week, four hours plus. Um, but honestly, I, I don't really see it that way because a person like me <clears throat> who enjoys wrestling but doesn't enjoy everything going on in wrestling right now, I would be totally cool with recording every show that's on during the week and then, like... Just watching what you want to watch? Yeah, watch what I want to watch. So if that means that I record... Let's say I record 20 hours of wrestling for the week. And I only watch three of it. Because I only enjoy three hours of the wrestling that was on out of the 20 hours. I'm cool with that. And then maybe next week I watch all 20 hours. Hmm. I mean, that's the way I see it. Does everybody feel that way? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't know about that. that the TV deal, because, I mean, yeah, you could record it, but is that hurting ratings, or is that adding to the ratings? Or, I, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of the whole ratings system. I think I think they've got separate ratings. 
I think there's like a, a ratings for live TV. And then I think they get some kind of ratings for like recordings or like watchbacks, like once it's on like certain apps and stuff like that, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know how it works either. And honestly, I know this sounds weird and maybe crappy or whatever. I don't care about ratings. I just want to watch wrestling. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, if WWE and Tony Khan have to suffer because of I didn't watch it live and I want to go back and watch it on Saturday, well, then I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to lose any sleep over them having crappy ratings because some people don't want to watch it live. They want to be able to fast forward through stuff. Yeah. That's just the the kind of world we live in now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's not 1998 anymore where you got to watch everything live and skip back and forth between channels. Right. So. Or put the VHS tape in. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, let's see here. Um, there was a couple other things I was going to bring up. Um, give me a second here. Uh, All right. Sorry. Um, so, I guess, um, oh, real quick, um, El Hijo del Vikingo, we talked about him last week, he was number eight in the top tw- in the top 50. Okay. He has officially secured his uh, U.S. work visa, so I think we'll see him in the United States here coming up. Hmm. So we'll actually get to see him um, wrestle, <clears throat> and uh, here uh, after the podcast, I'll send you this video of him doing uh, some crazy moves. Um, okay. So it'll be exciting to see him come up, and then I guess um, a little NWA news. I guess Trevor Murdoch did a, a interview recently. Okay. And I guess this summer. NWA was supposed to have some sort of pay-per-view and canceled it because they didn't find enough TV quality talent. Hmm. Interesting. Right. Right. Um, did you see Carl Anderson had to tell um, New Japan he's not coming to their event to defend his title? I did see something about that, yeah. I didn't do any reading into it, though. Yeah, I guess he just flat out told New Japan, yeah, I'm not coming, so. I don't know. I mean, that I thought that was interesting that uh, New Japan, if they knew Carl Anderson was going to sign with the WWE, I mean, I guess this next event was supposed to be him dropping the belt to Hikaleo, but. 
I don't know what they're going to do there. And is WWE going to let him wrestle with them? It was a one-time thing, yeah. Just to drop the belt, you think? Yeah. I could see that happening. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yes, we will see. Um, I guess there's a lot of beef going on between uh, Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm. I'm sure. Because I guess Thunder Rosa is saying she's ready to come back and do a match with uh, Tony Storm to unify these these titles. Mm-hmm. And I guess she's sort of claiming that I don't know if Tony Storm's like saying no, she doesn't want to wrestle her, or what the deal is, because she's quoted right here saying, um, they haven't given me a time yet talking about her coming back. I'm saying January, and I hope it's January, and again, if Tony Storm disagrees with what's decided in the back, that's not my problem. Um, and then she says, too, um, if you're in the back and you're distressed about me being the champion and me being called champion, I don't call the shots. I have a boss and there's a booker. So if you're distraught about what is being booked, maybe you should talk to the booker. Yeah. I would agree. But I I don't know. Thunder Rosa after she won the belt was garbage anyway, so... Yeah, but they can't leave her in limbo like that. No. No, they can't. I mean, they gotta have some kind of settleization, but I thought I mean, I, I know we had this on the podcast before, but I thought she relinquished the title. But she left. That's what I thought, too. I thought she was upset, and she just said, forget it, I'm done. Vacate it. And then next... <laughs> Oh, Tony Storm had won it, and they were calling her interim women's champ. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. That's why I don't like this interim title thing, because it it throws too much in the boxes. So, yeah, I don't know. But if, if Tony doesn't want Thunder Rosa to be champ, bring her back, have Tony Storm beat her. End of the story. Right. Not that hard. I mean, good lord. It's really not that hard. If Thunder Rosa's pissed, Thunder Rosa's not happy, and if Tony Storm doesn't want to wrestle her, take the title off Tony Storm. If those two can't get along, and Tony Storm says, I'm not wrestling her, and you said, you have to, we've got to unify the titles, you're going to be champ, and she said, no, I'm not going to wrestle her, take the title off of her. Yeah. Flat out tell her, all right, then I'm going to job you out to somebody else. They're going to beat them, then they're going to wrestle Thunder Rosa and take the title from here. Easy as that. Yeah. I mean, Tony Tony Khan has to stop letting the wrestlers decide, and he needs to be in charge. You know what I mean? Like, this is the direction we're going. You know what I mean? If you're going to do it, I'll find somebody else who will. 
Yep. And if they don't like that and they want to go back to WWE because it was so much better there, well, let them. I mean, they have options to go other places. I mean, it is what it is. Right. I'm tired of hearing stories about the wrestlers running the roost at AEW. It's crazy. Yeah, I would say let them let them out of their contracts. Give them a ninety day no complete clause and let them build. Right. I mean, I have at it. Yeah, I mean, go where you know what I mean. Go wherever you want. Do what you want. But if he wants to go in a certain direction, you got to You got to follow along, whether you think it's good or not. So I don't know, but. That's all my quick hits for the week. All right. Yeah. I got nothing, so. All right. Well, you have a wrestler of the week? Hmm. Solo. What's that? Go, go solo. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think he. I think he's uh getting a whole lot of fire. You think he's gonna win? You think he's gonna beat uh, Walter? He might. I mean, they're they give him a good push. <clears throat> yeah. Give him a good push. Yeah. Um I think I gotta go with um I think I gotta go with uh El Hio del Vikingo. Um cool to see him get his US visa. So um I think it'll be cool to see him come over to the United States and do some work. Um and for people to finally be able to see what he can do over here. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of clips of him. That's how I know who he is. And obviously he was mentioned. We talked about him. He was in the magazine last week. Um, so, yeah, I think I think it'll be good. Um, as long as he's used pretty good. And I think he will be. I don't think he'll get jobbed out or anything. He's a pretty big star in Mexico, so. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, Never know if he winds up with Tony Khan, he'll win a match and then be jabbed out for the rest of his life. Uh, yeah, well, he's not going to sign a full time contract. He's going to bounce around. So if Tony Khan's going to job him out, he'll just go somewhere else. There you go. And I know Impact will use him pretty good. So sure will. But uh, yeah, with that, uh, that's all I got this week. All right, that's all I got too. Sweet deal. All right, folks, till next time, right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody watch some wrestling, and I guess we'll see you guys next week. Till next week. All right. All right, later. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us by email. Our email is hottagpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Beer City Boys 1 
That's the number one, not spelled out. Beer City Boys 1. Hot tag out.